that's a weird way to start the show, isn't oh, it? Oh. <laughs> I think that's damaged my voice box. Good, it damaged my ear holes. <coughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, you sound very deep this evening. Uh, this is the better mic. This is the Toby mic. Is it? Yeah. Is Toby's voice not real then? Is it just all added on? Toby's in voice post? sounds so much better uh, on the radio than mine does. And I think it's. The oh, yeah. He sounds better than all of us. I think it's the microphone. He that uses. Does, I think Toby's voice is all added on in, in post. Yeah, I am you sound very deep this week. Right. So next week, I'm using this microphone. Right, okay. He can have that yellow, weedy one. Uh, so Toby's not here. Hi, Toby. Hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. What, what's missing. he doing? He's got tickets for something. Oh, he's taking his dad somewhere. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Always got an excuse, yeah. hasn't he? He's probably in the pub. Oh, well, he might. <laughs> we might have taken his dad to the pub. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. See you next week. No. <gasps> Just me and you, Toby, next week. Oh, might not even be out. Might not even do it next week. No. Oh, Why? Because I'm not here. Yeah, because we can't do it without you. No, Certainly the, pod, podcast the podcast extras, will be that. delayed if yes, there is even be very a show. Delayed. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe we should put out the uh, John Glenn interview. That's a very good Again. idea because it was a very good interview. It was a very good interview. Yeah, even though I do say so myself. And I've already edited out the bit about the event just in, t- in oh, case. Oh, there you go. We could put that out. It's like I knew it was Perfect. coming. Perfect. Uh, so no podcast next week. Okay, good. Uh, this is a production meeting brought to you by the yeah. Monday Movies Podcast. <laughs> and what are we talking about on this week's Monday Movies? Uh, lots and lots of film news, mm. including one I told you so uh, two, from you. Two, probably. Two. Um, yeah. Uh, we will review the current war. Yes. And look at the films in the top ten. Oh, that's nice. And then after the show, we're going to talk about Tom Holland. Are we? We are. Why? Because I saw a, I saw a film this week. Oh, my goodness gracious mm-hmm. me. It's really? A, it's a hashtag late review. Oh, okay. But I thought we'd leave the hashtag late review. He's not been in many films. I know. We can guess which one I have seen. Um, Impossible. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Don't spoil it. Okay. I thought we'd add the hashtag late reviews into the podcast. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So after the after we've done the show, after the meet, we'll have the hashtag late review and Excellent. some other stuff. I look forward to that. Good. Good. Uh, Toby's not here, so you can start the show. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Perfect. Like Toby's here. Oh, oh, You're we're doing that. We're doing Wickham Sound online on Radio Player and on 106.6 <gasps> FM. Well, let's do start, we start again. Let's do it again. Should we start okay. again? Let's okay. pretend the news is finished. I'll, I'll, I'll do the news. Do the news. Uh, that was your Sky News at 7 o'clock. I'm Luke Davis. You're listening to Wickham Sound online on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. Good evening. It is seven o'clock. It's Monday evening, which means it's Monday movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. And this is why we don't let Luke use the controls. <laughs> where we, we, just, just so you know, we've swapped seats, and Luke is driving everything today, and that's why it's all going yeah, horribly it's wrong. Gone terribly. Uh, this week, as usual, we will look at the UK box office top ten. We'll discuss quite a lot of film news. Oh. In including a told-you-so moment from Luke, and we will review The Current War, the new historical drama starring Benedict Cumberbatch. And helping me to do this is a man whose only interest in currents is if they're embedded in a bun. Uh, Luke Davis. Hello, I don't like currants. Don't like currants, don't like raisins. Oh, Ruin that whole thing. <laughs> if you'd like to get involved, and please do, because it's just the two of us uh, this week, you can contact us via Facebook, where we are at Wick- Wixo Monday Movies. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Wickham Sound. You can email Monday Movies at wickhamsound.org.uk, or you can phone or WhatsApp us on oh one four nine four double four double nine double zero. How? Oh, we're starting with music straight away, are we? Well, you, uh, that okay, was like no, a no, just gonna have a little chat. No, what, chat? So, no, that's fine. No, okay. fine. 
What's this? This is ELO because there is no music in an 18th century uh, film, <laughs> so we've gone for electric songs. Oh. Starting with this. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Should we take a look at the UK top ten at the box office? Yes, we sorted out the hand gestures now. So yeah, we know what to do. No. I've, I'm very specific with my hand gestures yeah. now. Uh, he knows exactly what I'm saying <laughs> I do, with yes. every gesture. I do. Should we start? Yes, let's. This week's number ten... Apollo 11. I haven't seen it because it's not come to Wickham. Oh. Uh, there's only one film came out last week at Wickham. That was The Lion King. Uh, lots of these little films are getting left behind because uh, so many... Sc- I think we worked out The Lion King is on about seven screens in Wickham and they've only wow. got 12 screens. Well, so. it's on at 669 screens, uh, which is ridiculous. What is? Uh, oh, no, sorry, I read Toy Story. No, 713 really. is The Lion King. Yes, and are. Apollo 11 is only on 115 screens, so it's a little bit unfair. But there we go. It's supposed to be really, really good, if you can catch it. Um, if not, though, you should listen to Public Service Broadcasting. They're very good. Their song goes all about Apollo 11. They are very yeah, good. I are. wish someone had mentioned them to <laughs> me, because yeah. I watched their prom from last week. If you haven't seen it, it's only an hour long, I think, mm. but it was very good. Was it? Yeah, they're not... I'm, they're geeky. People, yeah, aren't they? They're kind of nerds. A bit, yeah. And it was only one guy originally. Yes. On his own, and then other people have joined him. But this was with a, a full orchestra and a choir, and it was very impressive. Um, we just need to watch because Toby's our music guy. So, Toby, yeah. what do you think of them? It's fantastic. Obviously, Excellent, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, this week's number nine, the Queen's Corgi. Which is doing surprisingly well, considering it's got really bad reviews. But then I suppose little kids don't care about reviews, really, do they? No. Um, it's an animated. It's a Belgian animated film. It's got a decent English voice cast yeah. Jack Whitehall, Whitehall plays the main corgi but it's got kind of sexual innuendo jokes and Trump jokes because Trump's in it of course and he is they, they make sexual jokes about Trump and Trump's making some of the kind of comments he would make in real life which is very odd not in needed. a kids animation aimed at pre-teens right? yeah not pre preschool preschool it's very young so yeah don't go and see it is the um, tip from everybody uh, this week's number eight it's a whole new world it's Aladdin <laughs> Which has done really well. It's 36 million. Yeah. I love you went, it's done... Yes, it's yeah, done really it has well. done really well. Done really well. Uh, as we keep saying, it's Will Smith's best performing film. Which still makes sense. People are shocked by it, but it's like, well, no, because this caters to everybody, whereas other ones are sort of for certain genres. Yes. This is for the whole family. This is family. for the whole family, yeah. yes. Uh, and you think 36 million is quite good, but what you have to remember is uh, the li- uh, that's done that in uh, nine, nine weeks. weeks. Uh, the Lion King has done just about that in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so that's incredible. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's not terrible. And it is another shot-for-shot remake, rather like The Lion King. Mm. Um, We'll talk more about what the shot-for-shot remakes and why some don't work and why some do when we talk about The Lion King. Because I have more thoughts. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you do. I have more thoughts. Uh, This week's number seven, Secret Cinema 2019, Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every week it's going to be there. Yeah, until September. Uh, Yes. This week's number six, Yesterday. Oh, my troubles seem so far away. You can talk about it. You've seen this. I have seen this. It's a really... It's a Richard, Richard Curtis screenplay, and it, it basically what it is. You get, you know, what you get from Richard Curtis is... Does what it says on the tin. Yeah, it's very funny, very moving in parts. The songs are good, obviously, because it's the Beatles. Ed Sheeran is a bit annoying at the beginning, but you get used to it by the end. Um, yeah, he's a bit st- stiff and stilted yeah. at the start, and then he sort of gets used to being himself. Which is weird, because I think they did some of the beginning stuff after it was all, all the assurance scenes are around the wrong way it's oh. all very confusing um, but yeah I really enjoyed it really good film um, 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it as yeah. well, and now I understand why they used the scene at the end that they used. We can talk about it now. Can we talk about it now? Got yeah. a spoiler? I've got a little, got a little spoiler for you. Lovely. That wasn't me, Clinton. I've I'm got my glasses pressing. on. I can see things. Okay. Oh, I, I can say question, can't I, this you way? Can. Oh, you're I'm, a lot quicker I'm than lot me, quicker. aren't you? I know everything wow. is. Wow. Yeah. Um, so at the end, um, the two characters that you think are going to out him to the world uh, are actually really pleased that he is performing Beatles songs because they were big fans. The Beatles don't exist and they've got no way of listening to them. So they're quite pleased. And they hand him a piece of paper and they said, we've been busy. And he goes to the coast, knocks on a door, and who answers the door? John Lennon. <laughs> what's, what's that? Why are you... Just, don't uh, just press anything. No, I That's don't. not how it works. <laughs> Is it not? Context. Oh, OK. Uh, John Lennon. And, yeah. and my thought was, well, why didn't they have Paul McCartney? Mm. You know, because he, they could have had actual Paul McCartney or actual Ringo, Ringo Starr. Uh, but, of course, the reason was... Um, John Lennon's life was cut short. Yeah. So what would have happened if he had lived... Which is what I, I kind of said when I watched it. Because the, the other two are kind of mentioned when he's on uh, an interview with James Corden. Yes. And they come through the curtain. It's obviously not them, because they wouldn't just they wouldn't just get them and show their feet, would they? That was a dream sequence, though. Yeah, it was a dream sequence. Yes. But I'm saying it's obviously not them, because they oh, wouldn't sorry, just, no, no, no. just you know, make them come to set just yeah. for their feet. No, but apparently they did film... Uh, a section with each of them in, oh, okay. and Richard Curtis in the end said, uh, "It's too much. We just we just need the one extras, extras, extras." Yeah. Uh, this week's number five, Annabelle comes home. Why do you say it in that dismissive <laughs> tone of voice? I know it annoys you. Uh, it's the latest in the Conjuring universe. This is the third Annabelle film, and they've all been relatively good. This is probably the second best. I think the se- I think the second one was the best one. This one is the second best, and the first one was actually the worst of the three. Oh. Uh, and the two Conjuring films are really good. It's in The Nun, which is a terrible film where the, the franchise gets left out. Left down. Uh, but this is a true story uh, about two ghost hunters in America. Uh, they were real people, and you, at the end of the film, you actually see photos of them. Okay. And uh, they actually came over to the UK to investigate, uh, like a, a werewolf thing in Essex. Oh. And they show you footage, um, newspaper clippings from that as well. So they are real people. This isn't obviously a real story. This is about one of the do- the doll that they keep in their basement locked, and the babysitter goes down, lets it out, and un- unleashes hell throughout the house. Did you know that Toby was in this film? But is he? They, they, were, they cut him out though. But oh. we've, I've managed to get the, the bit of footage. So okay. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. That's him doing that's his, him doing that's his, his scream. best okay. scream, yeah. <laughs> cut from the film though, sadly. <laughs> uh, it's very good because it doesn't rely on jump scares and there's lots of long, quiet patches. So if you're going to see it, make sure there's no groups of teenagers. Or holding popcorn, be warned because you know you don't want to throw it behind No, because there aren't jump scares. Oh, okay. It's not that. It's more creepy, creepy. Mm. And there's no blood and guts. So, you know, you might like it. I doubt it. All right, then. It'll play on my mind, and then I won't be able to sleep. Oh, dear. What a shame. Uh, this week's number four. <coughs> this week's Sorry. number... It's true. This week's number four, Midsummer. Midsommar. 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 Uh, is that the French good. version of Midsommar Murders? No, no? it is not, no. no. Um, this is Ari Aster's follow-up to um, Hereditary, uh, which is being sold as a horror film. It's not really a horror film. It is a relationship drama that goes to some fairly horrific places. Uh, but it's And it's all set during bright sunlight, because it's set in Sweden in the height of summer when the sun doesn't set. Well, the d- sun sets about midnight and then comes back up about one o'clock. So it's kind of a horror film set in sunshine but it's not a horror film but it does have some rather nasty and gruesome scenes in it and it's very good most people have been talking about the 
the fact that it's in daylight. That yes. seems to be you the sort. You don't have horror exactly. films in daylight because it's so much easier to do them in. You can't do jump scares in daylight. No. You see, you have to you have to work harder to get your scares. And this doesn't scare so much as play on your mind and um, just creep you out a little bit. Definitely, you know? definitely won't be seeing that. You think about it for a long time oh. afterwards, and it and it worries you for a long. It's a bit like sitting in here with you for a couple of hours. <coughs> Fair it, enough. It plays on your, your mind, mind for a long time yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, this week's number three. It's Spider Man. Spider Man does whatever a Spider Man. Uh, yeah, Spider Man. Very mm. good film. It's the last part of Phase Four of the Infinity Saga, as, as it's, it's now called. being refer to so wait for that box set when that comes out for mm. 500 pounds probably um and it sort of ties it up very nicely sort of the infinity saga they've got obviously the aftermath of the blip which is what they're calling it and i did listen to an interview with uh, the director as to why it's called the blip and i can't remember well i suppose they know none i think i said this a couple of weeks ago that no one knows it was a snap though oh, do okay, that's right because they don't know it's called the snap no. Because it's after that, so yeah, they call yeah, it the blip. The yeah. blip, which yep, is yep, yep. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Holland's brilliant in it. The whole cast are very good in it. Uh, you like the romantic sort of teen bits in I it. I like the teen romance comedy bit more than the superhero bit. bit. Yeah. And there is a lot of teen romance there is, comedy bit, which was quite risky, mm. but it pays off. It does. Well, they've set the they did the groundwork in Homecoming. Yeah. So yeah, I think they they've earned that, and I think it worked really well. Yeah. Tom Holland is a very good Spider Man because he looks the right age. That's what failed many others. The other two yeah. kind of... Um, they, weren't, they weren't old, old, no. but they were older, and they did look a bit odd in high school, especially and, Andrew Garfield. Um, we'll be talking about Tom Holland more in the podcast later on. Will we? Yes, we will. How exciting. I know. If I remember. Oh, OK. <laughs> Try and remember. I'll, make a note I'll make a... Write it down. I've made a note. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I like it. Uh, this week's number two, Toy Story 4. Which is really good. Um, no one thought they could do it again, but they did. They pu- pulled it off. You saw it, haven't you? No, you still haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it yet. It's I'm funny, you're on a film show every very week. Very busy and person. You never go and watch a film. I think the problem is with Toy Story, not the problem, but the reason why it does so well, because people go, oh, oh, it's Toy Story. Well, we'll go and watch this. Even if, you know, it's terrible, people are still going to go well, and see it. No, you'd think that, but no, because there's a lot, like the Spider Man films. Yeah. Do, do you know which is the best. The biggest box office of all the Spider-Man films? Uh, is this one? No, no? not yet. It will well, be this will one. Be. But it's Spider-Man 3, so oh, you're back okay. to the Sam Raimi film. Yeah. So that didn't translate. So I don't think that always works. Uh, but I think the reviews came out and everyone saw that it was just as good as all the rest, uh, if not better. That's fair enough. Uh, yeah, and it's really good. It's got a fantastic story. It's funny. It makes you cry. It's got some good new characters. If they want to carry on the story, they can without they Buzz and Woody if they want to because they've got some fantastic new um, characters and Forky is hilarious. He is indeed. You haven't seen it. I know, but it's from the trailers. Okay. Uh, and this week's number one... The Lion King. It's awesome, Benga. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about this after break because there's more to talk about. But it's number one by, I mean, it's very so number one, it's isn't very it? I mean, one. when you consider this took uh, 16 million in its first yeah. week, and Toy Story took two in its fifth week, and that was second. So yeah, it's number one by a huge margin, and it will stay there for some time. I, w- I don't even think. The big film out this week, which is Hobbs and Shaw, nah. Fast and Furious. No. I'm not sure that even that's going to. Do you know? Do you have any idea it. what might beat it? Uh, no, I'm not sure what's out. It might be there for a long time. It could be there for three, or four, or five weeks. I mean, normally they're only there for a week. Yeah. This is going to be there. It's definitely there for the second week. Yeah. I think it'll be there for the third and fourth. Might even stretch to a fifth. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, it's going to be. I think it could end up 
being the biggest film of the year. Well, you did after say that. Uh, Avengers. Ah, okay. But it, oh, it, do you know what? It could it could have the legs to be get close to For Avengers, Avengers because be. because it, again, this is aimed at a much wider fan base than Avengers was. And it's the beginning of the summer holidays as it's well. It's the beginning of summer holidays. So, yeah, who knows? But who we will knows? see. This is Wickham Sound. Shall we talk Lion King? <laughs> yes, let's talk the Lion King. So it's number one by, you know, it's very, 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 it's very, very, very number one. 16, 16 million, million pounds in its first week. Toy Story 2. It's 2 million, but that's in its fifth week. Yes. So, you know. But it's still Kids Holiday as well, though. It's Kids Holiday, so it's going to do, it's going to do big business. Now, we know, who was it last week uh, recorded a review for us? Uh, that was Claire. That was Claire, absolutely loved it, yes. even though she just wasn't looking forward to it. And, and she hadn't seen the first one and either. she hadn't seen the original. Uh, so my opinion is still the same as it was. Uh, technically, it's a Marvel. Yeah, uh, it's not Marvel, it's Disney. Oh dear! Can we not? Can we not mention Marvel just for <laughs> no? one okay. week? Uh, te- technically, it's a Marvel. Everything about it is staggering. Mm. How they've done it, it is absolutely staggering. But from a commercial point of view, I think it is kind of artistically bereft. Oof. There's no reason for it to exist. And one of the reasons is this: the the, the animals are so real. If you look at a lion, yes. As if, I do occasionally. If a lion was in front of you now, okay, yeah, you wouldn't know whether that lion was happy or sad. No, because they don't ha- they don't smile, yeah. they don't show emotion. You see, so when the animals in this film are talking and joking, they have to look like animals. They can't have a little glint in their eye and they can't give a little sneer and you know look funny. So uh, that's why it doesn't work. For some of the reviews that I've read and seen, that is the the key thing that people have been saying is there's no human something that you can go oh he's putting a face and exactly and and someone's actually done some edits and put some sort of more animation styled faces on simba Mm. um and they still look cute it still Mm. looks it still works and you just feel a bit more Mm. because you're meant to fear lions really aren't you you look at a lion you don't go oh unless it's a cub but you normally go ah yeah well that's and that's the other thing we said last week none of it works because they look like real lions and the gazelle look like real gazelle and they're bowing down in front of them you think no, no, you're running in the opposite direction. Yes. You're not bowing down. And Scar, so Scar in the original animated version was a cartoon villain. Yes, he had bigger eyebrows and he had a jagged face and he was sneering like a like a Shakespearean villain. But in this, they couldn't do that, so they just made him look bedraggled. I really don't like Scar in the new one. He just doesn't. Well, the only that's the way. The only way they could do it was to make him look malnourished. Yeah, and um, bedraggled. And and other things, parts of the plot prey on your mind because it's all looking real because it's made to look real real then the story the fanciful parts of the story become less real because you're questioning them more do you see what i mean i do um so for example scar which is a lion that was obviously wanted to be king got beaten to a pulp by his brother he wouldn't be living there because um, Mufasa wouldn't have let him live in no. a little cave on the side of his of his mountain. He would have chased him off and he would have been with some other pride somewhere else. So even though it's stupid to criticise a kid's film, what is essentially a kid's film? Here we are. For, <laughs> for stuff like that, yeah. because they wanted to make it look hyper-real, they've made the fanciful ele- elephants... <laughs> did you see those? <laughs> I see what you did, though. The fanciful elements in the film um, don't work. Um, and, for example... 
when Simba is is young and he's running through the jungle singing, I just can't wait yep. to be king. Now, in the original animated version, it's kind of like a Buzzly, Busby Barkley musical number, isn't yeah. it? Because there's flamingos and they and it's like a big musical v- version. They can't do that. No. So he's running along singing this, and there's animals sort of lifting their heads up at different times. But it just looks, again, very, very odd. And I watched um, uh, John Favreau, obviously, the director mm, of the this film. The um, Who was... I can't remember who it was. He was on YouTube somewhere, but he was um, looking at the opening scene of the film. And another thing... So in the animated film, everyone knows the circle of life, that everyone knows at the end, Simba gets held in the air... Everyone, you know, goes... That's the start and the end. Yes. 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 Oh, not Simba at the end. No. Simba's... Spoilers. We can spoil it. But in this film, obviously, because the monkey whose name I've forgotten... Rafiki. Thank you. uh, He's standing completely up in the air. In the film, in the new film, he's more sort of down on his legs because, Mm. obviously, they don't do that in real life. So... Um, and, and you're talking about you think about the film like last week's brilliant question that you had where did Scar get his name from? Yeah, I've got another interesting oh, point this, do the, you? The, 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 I'm sure the, you're full of them <laughs> that worried me slightly yes so in the original while Simba's been off bonding with Timon and Pumbaa yes uh, a piece of his fur or hair flies through the air mm. and Rafiki finds it and goes ah oh, Simba well in Sorry, this what does he do? ah oh, Simba thank you <laughs> In this one, good. and yep. I've no idea why they do this. Some of his fur comes off in a fight. Right, okay. okay. Lands on the floor, gets blown around, uh, gets stuck to a tree. The giraffe eats the leaves on the tree, <laughs> eats the fur. Wow. Okay. And then the next scene, luckily they do skip one scene. The next scene is a dung beetle pushing a giant pile of dung along, which cracks open. The fur comes out. Then it flies off and Rafiki finds it, gives it a sniff, and instead of saying, mmm, giraffe poo, <laughs> he says, ah, ah Simba. Simba. <laughs> nice. But it's just a strange decision to have this, um, whole, this, this whole section be predicated on giraffe poo. This works well on, the, on the radio, but showing me pictures? there is oh, the, the reanimated sort of faces mm. on top. It's not the original one that I found, but I think, you know, it kind of still works. Yes. And I think people would have more feelings. It's not the best one of Rafiki, but I think people would have had a more of a connection no, to it. No, it should have, and it worked in The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is still fantastic. Yes. Because even though they looked like real animals, they were given personalities. Yeah. And they were allowed to sneer and laugh, so that worked better. But the, And the animals sort of keep to their how they would in the, yes. in the real life as well. Yes, there's not so many. No, <laughs> no, exactly. Well, no, because you've got Mowgli, you've got the tiger... The black, what's the black one called? The panther. Panther and the snake, and they don't. And, and the, the bear. bear. And the monkeys. Uh, yeah, and they don't interact no. so much. So it, it works so much better in the Jungle Book, despite the fact that the Lion King is technically. Uh, it's obviously going to win all the awards yeah. for special effects. I mean, you would have thought Avengers Endgame was going to clear up in the special effects department, and I don't think it can. Now. And I don't think it. I don't think it would either because there's nothing new. They just use CGI. There's nothing new, is there? No, but because it's the end of this phase four, oh, everyone was thinking yeah. that it's going to win some awards now because, like Lord of the Rings, yeah. the first two didn't win anything. But then the Return it. of the King, they kind of thought, well, you've, you've done a lot of work. Give you some awards. John Favreau wins either way. He's, in, he's directed one of them, and he's in the other. And he's. Richard the Medusa now. Uh, exactly. Now there was one scene. He was saying there was one scene that was not CGI. That was not. It's not even CGI. Uh, photorealism, uh, photorealistic animation. He's calling it. so that's CGI. P, 
P-R-A. P-R-A. Let's, let's not get into those. Let's, do, <laughs> no. let's not do initials. No. Uh, <coughs> uh, and you, smart Alec, or nearly, <laughs> smart Alec that you are, yes. despite not having seen the film, no. last week you said... That the, uh, the real bit will feature the sun rising or setting. And it did. It's the opening scene of the sun rising. But there are other... Yeah. Let me just tell you, there are other scenes of the sun rising and setting and that one doesn't stand out as being any no. more real than the rest. I just think, because I, I did three years of film and TV, don't you know? Look where it got you. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and I just... I just out of everything that's in the... Because I've seen the original Lion King. Of course you have. More than once. Despite not being alive when it came out. No. Exactly. Mm. Um, but just all the sort of the key scenes that sort of stand out that they could... Do real life. Obviously, they couldn't have a load of animals looking at a rock with Simba being thrown yes. in the air. The, the the main scene they could do was the sun coming up or setting. Mm. Okay. Uh, I thought I had a review for The Lion King, and I don't. Oh. Do you know what I do have? What do you do? A review from Spider Man Far From oh. Home. Would you like that? I would like that. Uh, this is from Kerry. Re- yeah. Go. Go. Okay. Uh, this is from Kerry Reggio, who's all the way over in Perth, Australia. Oh. Good uh, morning. Good. Yes, a very good morning to you, Kerry. Uh, she says, whilst perving on Jake Gyllenhaal was an unexpected <laughs> pleasure in this movie, it got boring hearing about Iron Man every five minutes. Yes, he was Spider-Man's mentor, but get over it. We all cried in Endgame, we just need to move on. Yeah. Open brackets, yes, I'm heartless, close brackets. <laughs> uh, the disappointment that Mysterio mentions multiverse, then the whole premise of him is an illusion, mm. which I never caught on with but that's what Mysterio is he's an illusionist illusionist yes I know but you're, you're oh but that's how mul- they that's how they sold it though because they're the excited no, no, but the mul- yeah but the multiverse exists in Spider-Man into the multiverse yes so this it was as though this was taking that back, back and run, yeah. you know, anyway. but it is now a thing <coughs> as it, we know because it's in okay. Doctor Strange and the uh, mayhem of multiverse something like that yeah um, she says making multiverse seem now not real uh, even though we saw it happen in Endgame was weird and then having Nick Fury played by weird aliens seemed like such a waste and disappointment that it wasn't really Nick Fury all the decisions he made in the movie were not even real Nick decisions I haven't read the comic so I should probably not comment but it seemed like a disjointed even more pointless movie even my 11 year old said it was just Okay. Wow. Uh, weird. The upcoming Marvel movie announcement and castings have made me think. Shan't bother going forward. Might just watch Phase One continually forever. Yours disappointed from Perth. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry you didn't like no. it, uh, but you know it's not everyone's cup of tea. No, exactly. So there not we go. everyone's going to like it. Not everyone is no. going to like it. Should we have something brand new? Gone. There was only one film out. Like, well, there was two films out last week. Let me be honest. Hang on. In a trailer, I believe there was. Uh... On a trailer, we did say we we're going to do horrible mm. histories, rotten Romans. Uh, I didn't get to go and see it. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah, no. I might go and see it this week because I think there's only one film out this week okay. as well. So am I. Uh, but the current war, uh, and it's not the current war. It's the current war. Right. So it's a war about currents. Uh, this stars. Reasons? Me- no. Uh, this stars Benedict Cumberbatch as Thomas Edison and Michael Shannon as George Westinghouse. Now, I've heard of to- um, Thomas Edison. I've never heard of Westinghouse. You? No, I haven't. Mm, there no. we go. Uh, this is the epic story of the cutthroat competition between the greatest inventors of the industrial age over whose electrical system would power the new century. So Edison, who is backed by J.P. Morgan, which obviously is now a famous bank, I think, isn't it, J.P. Morgan? Oh, uh, yes, bank. I believe you, you're <clears> right. <throat> He dazzles the world because he manages to light up Manhattan. But Westinghouse, who is aided by Nikola Tesla... um, Of cars. Yes. I'm not sure. Has seen fatal flaws in Edison's direct current design. So they are both trying to get the contract to light up America. Okay. You've got Edison uh, with uh, J.P. Morgan and Tesla with Westinghouse. 
Edison uses direct current mm-hmm. and test no to what I Westinghouse uses AC yes. alternating current yes. um, which I've got no idea what the difference is. Did you not is. do that in history? Uh, did you not do that in history? Did you not do that in science? No, it's a long time ago. Well, that yeah. is okay. Fair enough. Uh, so they're both trying to get it. <coughs> Westinghouse's system works better because mm-hmm. he can go further distances. Okay. But Edison is telling people that his is more dangerous because it can kill people. Uh, and this is the way they invented the electric chair. Uh, and uh, Edison gives um, the people who want to invent the electric chair, he gives them all the information how to do it as long as they say that it's Westinghouse's AC current, uh, alternating current that is powering it. So he tries to sabotage him that way. So it's a story of it's, it's basically a war between these two people of who can get the electrical uh, contract to light America and the tussle between them, which sounds quite dull and boring. But the trailer looks great. The trailer does look great, and it is quite great. Oh, it's quite great. Quite great. Um, it's quite old. It's, it's about four years old now because this is one of the last films that um, Weinstein, Weinstein were making, and Harvey Weinstein was editing it at the time of his arrest. So it's been held in limbo. Which is all weird because in in all the sort of reviews and the sort of the press release stuff where it's for like Doctor Strange and Spider Man, yes, and got, they weren't even Doctor Strange well, or Spider Man. You've got Doctor Strange in here, Benedict Cumberbatch. You've got Tom, Tom Holland, Holland who is Spider Man. Yes. You've got Michael Shannon who is General Zod yeah. in the new Superman films and you've got Nicholas Holt playing Tesla oh, and he okay. is Beast in the X-Men film. Yeah. So you've got four superhero characters, isn't it? Um, and it's actually very entertaining. It's really well filmed. It's filmed kind of in a very modern way. So lots of sweeping shots and long takes and special effects, split screens, Dutch angles. It's all very... We could have the three oh, years like, of film yeah. And it looks really impressive. Uh, and it's all set in New York, but interestingly, it's all filmed here in the UK. Oh, OK. So, um, yeah. Pinewood? Uh, no, it's filmed... I forget where it's filmed. I know the last scenes is filmed at Brighton, uh, outside the Royal well, Pavilion. Wasn't filmed it, outside your office work? This no, it wasn't. One of the many that haven't. So, it's quite interesting. So, I, you know, I just, I just knew Edison as the man who invented electricity, but he didn't. Mm. And no. Westinghouse actually beat him to it. Um, Westinghouse was probably the more successful of the two, but Edison became the more famous. Um, so it's an interesting story. It's interestingly told. Uh, it, it moves along at a fair old lick as well. So even though it's set in the 1890s, it's not a slow period piece. No. It's, it's, it's filmed like an action thriller, kind of, without any action or thrills, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. London I it. and Northumberland. There you go. Out of ten? Uh, a good seven. A good seven. Because I, I went in not looking forward to it particularly and I was uh, pleasantly surprised yeah, yeah it was good although I mean where it loses a bit it could have had eight but I find Benedict Cumberbatch plays the same character well, so he plays Doctor Strange or Sherlock he's playing Sherlock right okay uh, and he played Sherlock in Doctor Strange yeah and with American pla- accent yeah and he played Sherlock in the la- other big film that he was in so uh, he's very one note right, for me right okay which I don't know. I'm not as big a fan of his as a lot of people are. Tom Holland? Uh, Tom Holland's very... Tom Holland is very good, right. yes. Uh, but he's very Tom Holland as well. Michael, yeah. Michael Shannon is the standout as... Um, uh, Westinghouse. And also Matthew McFadden is very good as J.P. Morgan with the big red nose. And that is a bank. It is a bank, it yeah. Is a I bank. knew it was a famous bank, so he's the guy who's bankrolling Edison. So, yeah, it, well worth seeing, but I'd rush because I can't see it being on for very long. Next week? Possibly not. Oh, wow. No. 
Okay. Monday movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Uh, we'll have some film news then, shall we? Would you like some film news? Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's got. See, that finishes too quickly. Yeah, hang on. That's better. That's better. I like a long end. Go. Um, Disney have broken their own record for global box office returns in a year, and I'm we are shocked. only seven months into the year. I'm not sure. Um, their film receipts, uh, yes, they've b- broken the record of worldwide film receipts by an individual studio in a single year, underlining its dominant position in the global film industry. According to Variety, Disney has amassed $7.67 billion dollars wow. to date in 2019, pass, passing the previous best of $7.61 billion that it managed in 2016. And remember, that was for the whole of 2016, yeah. so they could double that quite easily. But we know why. Um, we do, because Disney's current film, The Lion King, has been instrumental in pushing it over the line. On its second week of global release, it has reached $962 million. So it's nearly reached a billion dollars in two weeks. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's its worldwide takings. Its figures have also been boosted earlier this year by the release of The Avengers Endgame, uh, which overtook Avatar recently to become the highest earning film of all time. <laughs> Captain Marvel, which uh, ended on 1.1 billion worldwide. Toy Story is on t- 918 million. And Aladdin, which is actually more than Toy Story. Oh, really? 1.01 billion. Wow. So, yes, it's a bigger hit. Only Dumbo can be di- considered a disappointment because it only took 350. 52 million. How dare it. I want to be in a position where I can say <laughs> 352 million is a huge disappointment. But we know Disney own everything. This is why they're making so much money, though. They do own everything, yes. And um, Peter, Paul Dirk... Um, Hello? <laughs> Paul with a long name from Comscore uh, told CNN that Disney's global domination is a reflection of what happens when you have some of the biggest brands in film, not to mention the marketing muscle to get that content on the minds of virtually every potential moviegoer around the world on a consistent basis. And don't forget, they've still got Maleficent 2 to come mm-hmm. out this year. Uh, also, they've still got uh, Frozen 2. Yeah. And Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. There's so, no more Marvel films this year, is there? Until there's no year. more Marvel films, but they have got all of those to come. So they could... They will double that. Yeah. They'll be on 15 billion? They'll open a new yes. park. They should open a park billion. in the UK. I thought they were thinking of doing that. They should do that. But, I, you know, I said, you know, they own everything. Looking at the top ten, Aladdin, that's a Disney Disney. The yes. Lion King is a Disney Disney. Disney Disney. Toy Story 4, is that Pixar Disney? Pixar Disney. So... I'll, it still counts. Yeah, I know, but it's not... Disney Disney by no. itself, right? So, out of the, I, I take that back for this week's top ten. But they've got more because they've got they've got Spider Man in there. Oh, of course they have. Yes. What else have they got? Uh, that's it, I think. Just four. Just four. Are you sure? I think so. Apollo Eleven, not theirs. Queen's Corgi, not theirs. Aladdin, yes. Casino Royale, not no. theirs. Yesterday, not theirs. Annabelle, definitely not, not theirs. theirs. Midsummer, definitely not, not okay, theirs. So they got the top three. They got the top three plus yeah. an extra one thrown in for good measure. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Is that it for Disney? For Disney, yes. I quite like it. We might use this. I like it. It's good, isn't it? We need a f- more film-related noise. We have to think of a we'll film-related um, noise that could announce each piece of the film news. Not this? No, no probably not. No, no, How, no. Hang on, I've got one more for Something you. Something recognisable. No. No? Uh, no, but that reminds me. So, Cats, the musical, we, talk- we spoke about it last week. Uh, I was round uh, Warren's. Uh, for the weekend, Hello, Warren. formerly of this parish. Hi, Warren. And I said to him, have you seen the Cats trailer? <laughs> he didn't even know they were making it oh, into a film. So I said, quickly, quickly, on your big Flash TV, yeah. put YouTube up, 
play the Cats trailer. He did. And? He turned to us and said, that, I won't, I'll delete the expletives, <laughs> that is absolutely terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yes, yep. everyone has the same opinion. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, we got some Marvel-ish news, Sony Mar slash Marvel. Hang on. Thank you. Uh, Venom 2, oh. which was a surprise hit a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, they're on the hunt for a director. Uh, the studio have met with three high-profile contenders for this job. Now, they are looking at Rupert Wyatt, who directed uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. He's in talks. Uh, Travis Knight, who last directed Bumblebee. Yes. Which is the, the one good Transformers one good film. Second. And Andy Serkis, uh, who plays... Um, Ulysses Clow. Yes, in, in the Marvel, Marvel universe. universe. So he has got. Uh, I think he's the outsider. I'm surprised they've not gone for somebody that's in the Marvel sort of. Well, they don't often. They often go outside, don't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, odd directors. But if they, there's lots of rumours that they're bringing in Spider Man into this one somehow. Or no, he won't be in this one. No? No, that'll be the next one. Okay. Yeah. Because nobody thought this was going to be good. Remember when it came out and I hated it? Yeah. And I think it's taken 900 million. That's quite good. So that's not bad. And that is why we're having a, um, a Venom 2. So, yeah, Variety has reported that Wyatt Knight and Circus are all simply taking meetings for the position. No front runner, ha front runner has emerged yet. Ruben Fleischer directed the first movie, but he's not directing the sequel. Uh, but he did direct the sequel. Uh, trailer was out this week for Zombieland 2 Double Tap, which looks very good. Very nice. If you've not seen Zombieland 1... See it now. It's very funny. I have. Do you know what I have? I've got a question. Go Tell me what you think about me. My question is, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Uh, now, Venom was Sony as well, wasn't it? Yes. Now, Spider-Man 1 and 2, yes. they'll probably be on Disney. When you say Spider-Man 1 and 2. Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Uh, Spider-Man MCU. Okay. I shall cool group, that. group them up. Um, they'll be on Disney Plus Demand minus three, won't they? Yes. Whatever the service is called. Venom probably won't be. No. Even though Marvel have got their tag in it. No. Prob probably not. Probably no, not. Be Mar not. No. Unless Marvel license all their... Not yet. And, and, unless... I would, I would assume that yeah. Marvel will be in talks with Sony to license all the Marvel-related Sony yeah. stuff so it can all be in one place, place and they'll pay them handsomely. But they've only got... It's not like they've got the money. Well, yeah. um, but they've only got Venom, haven't they, at the minute, Sony? That's all they've got. They've got the other Spider-Men. Oh, of course, yes. So yes. they've got all... And they're, in, and they're in talks of coming into a big multi-universe. Yes, so, yeah. Finanza. Yes. Yeah. Don't they have Fantastic Four? Is that theirs? Uh, Sony? No, I think that was Fox. Oh, okay. Which they've obviously got now. Oh, okay. That's why that's why Fantastic Anyway, um, that's that's it for Marvel, wouldn't it? No more, no more Marvel. No Marvel? We, we have to put a limit on how much Marvel, because you just get all geeky. And <laughs> I really do. I mean, I could talk about Marvel just oh, literally just, all day. Right, stop. Okay. You're not sitting around that side <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Uh, sad news this week, Rutger Hauer passed away. Mm. Uh, he was only 75, which isn't old particularly. Uh, he's one of those one-of-a-kind actors who was always worth watching, uh, according to uh, Slash Film, no matter what he was starring in. Uh, he was most famous for his work as Roy Batty in Blade Runner. Yep. He died on July 19th after a short illness, and his funeral was held a couple of days later. Uh, his most recent film was the 2018 Western The Sisters Brothers. Uh, but he was, he was a... Uh, he was one of those actors who came to fame because of Blade Runner, and he did a couple of big films after that, and then he got stuck in DVD hell. Oh. Uh, lots of really cheap and nasty. Uh, but if you've not seen Blind Fist, 
I recommend searching that out. That's a film where he's a blind assassin with a sword, which is very good. And my favourite Rutger Howard performance is in The Hitcher. Have you seen The Hitcher? I think I have. That is a terrifying film. Um, so that's why I'm thinking you're probably thinking of something else. Possibly. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's, he's a hitchhiker who kills the people who pick him up in their cars. I feel like I have seen that film. And he's basically playing the devil. Ah. Oh. And it's very good, very scary. Uh, it's from back from the 1980s, but it still holds up remarkably well. Um, and I, th- I think Blade Runner might be going up on to Netflix as well. Which one? Uh, all of them, I think. All? There's only two. Exactly. <laughs> all two of them. All two of them. Yes. Excellent. Um, sequel news and some very, very good sequel news. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Go oh, on. All right. <laughs> uh, Mad Max Fury Road. You've seen I've it? I've seen it, yes. You liked it? it yes, because I said it was completely bonkers, but I really enjoyed it. It's fantastic. It's the best action film of the last... Mm, that and Mission Impossible Fallout, the best yeah. action films of the last yeah. 20 years, yeah, I would say. Okay. Um, uh, but apparently the films have uh, been held up in a, a bit of dispute between producers, directors and studios oh. and George Miller's not been able to make any more but now he says there are three more in the works he's oh. going to make three more oh sorry, two more Damn. No. Uh, there are two stories, he says, both involving Mad Max and also, oh no, and a Furiosa story. So it is three. Two Mad Max films, one Furiosa. Uh, they're still solving the problems. They've got to play out the Warner Brothers problems. Uh, and it seems pretty clear that it's going to happen. Let's just go and ask Disney to buy them. Oh no, let's not. No? No. Uh, no. And that's fantastic news. Because if there is a video on YouTube, if you can find it, which is very easy to find, just type in Mad Max Special Effects. Uh, which shows just how much of it was oh, yes. in camera. And yeah. it's kind of 90% of it Those was real. Those are ridiculous. And they're all real. Yeah. They're, there's no, very little CGI in it, which is incredible. As Toby would say. It's fantastic. It, really it is, is fantastic. Uh, and very quickly, uh, there's a cinema in Llanethly, Wales. In where? Llanethly, Clen- in Wales. Llanethly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, not the one with the long... What's it, what? Llanethly. I think you're doing too much. Llanethly. I think it's Yeah, carry on. Um, it's been open since 2012, but people have been complaining that they're charged nearly as nearly double as what the cinema oh. charges next oh, door. Yes. Uh, thanks to pressure from the community, and because nobody went in the cinema, <laughs> the Odeon announced it's going to make all its tickets £5. Wow, so, so it's an Odeon in Clenethley. Yeah, Clenethley. Uh, so that just shows that people power works, and if you want, if you, you know, if you d- stop paying people money for something, mm-hmm. they will put the prices down or they'll just go away. Lest no one go to the cinema this week. They'll bring the pr- prices down. Uh, no, we, yes. Yeah. Yes, they will. If, they, if everybody stops going and they start, they did start a petition. How right. much were they originally? Uh, £10. I know that seems cheap, but it's Wales. Remember. Okay. okay. I was going to say, because it's £10 Yes, I know, here. but it's Wales. Okay. Okay. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's £20 in London. That is true. Yeah. Is that, in all cinemas, it's 20 quid. No, but in, no. My, in like in the West End, uh, it's very, okay. very, very expensive. Yeah, but everything in the West End is very expensive. Yes, yeah, that's why my little Cineworld card isn't valid in the West End uh, because the tickets are a lot more expensive. You see, clever people, very in clever. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Oh. Very entertaining show it was too. It's good, I like it. You've done very well. Thank you very much. Do you want to press another button? Shall I press another button? Go. I've got, a, I've got a perfect one. Go. Hey. 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 That was very, very <laughs> good. On. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, next week, uh, it's the boys from Fast and Furious are back as The Rock and The Stafe Sorry, team up. The who? The Rock. <laughs> You're just printing random buttons <laughs> yeah, now. No. Uh, the Rock and The Stafe team up in Hobbs and Shaw, or as it's actually called, Fast and Furious Presents 
Hobbs and Shaw. That's so it's a film being presented by <laughs> another film. Filmception. Very strange. Uh, and as The Rock is in it, I think we all know that it's going to be... Terrible. Absolutely Fantastic, fantastic. Are you going to go and see it? You've never seen any? I've never seen... I mean, that's not true. Does this not make you want to see it? That's not true. I've seen bits of it. Right. And bits I, of them, you mean? Bits of the, fil- of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. Which is a mouthful. Um, but I've, I think I've seen the early ones, so it's all like, oh, look at me in my car, vroom, vroom. Yeah, you need to watch fi- five onwards. Five onwards. Yeah. Okay. Five is where they went to Brazil. And it all went bonkers. Bonkers. And it's very, very good, yes. Very nice. And this one, of course, is all, I think it's all set in London. Right, OK. So, you know, a bit of local interest for you, oh, there. Wow. How are we doing for time? You oh, got, we've got, got, got a minute. Got a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what did you talk about? Well, I don't know, don't, I don't know. Podcast. Uh, don't forget, the podcast will be available at some point this week from your usual podcast supplier. Uh, if you don't want a podcast, you can just listen again if you want to. Uh, go to wickhamsound.org.uk and click on Listen Again. You can listen to two or three shows on there. But on the podcast... Listen if, to any of them. Well, uh, yeah, every show from the beginning of this this year. Okay. This year, good. I believe. Excellent yes. stuff. Good. Yes. Uh, yeah, so next week, that's it. Hobbs and Shaw, and what's this? What's this? Oh, okay. look, it's a giant clock. clock. There we go. Uh, next week, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, now, I will be back basically all weekend, because I'm doing a Saturday... Coffee lounge. Coffee lounge from 10 till 12. Well done. Just me and Sally. Mm-hmm. Scary. And on Sunday, I am doing an extra long breakfast from 8 till 12. So you're doing breakfast and mid-mornings? On Sunday. Sunday. Yes, and I'm doing the coffee lounge on Saturday. Saturday. So join me then. And join us next week. Who knows? Toby might be here. I doubt it. We will talk about him in the podcast. You are listening to Wickham Sound. Good show. Is that for the beginning? We needed we needed to have a choreography lesson about. Yes, in case you handle. weren't aware what was going on, we swapped seats. So um, I carried on. Name? Luke. Luke sat in the driving seat, pushing all the buttons, and I forgot to ask before we started, should I give a signal when you press the buttons? Yeah. And then every time I nodded my head, you assumed <laughs> that you to press the buttons. Like, things happened. <laughs> Ridiculous. But it wasn't bad. No, I thought that was quite good. We don't need the other two. We don't need the other two. No, we'll just well, get rid we of certainly them. don't need one. No, Toby. Oh yeah, Toby. Toby, get out! Can't you do without Mason. Cut. <laughs> we need we need a cut sound effect like a. Oh yeah, scissors. Yeah, I ain't got any. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, you want to talk about hashtag late review, a Tom Holland film that you've watched? I have watched. Breaking news: I've watched a film, um, and it links very nicely to uh, your mystery voice from Sunday, mm. which I saved somewhere, and now I've lost it. Oh, well, never oh, mind. You'll see him learn and grow and realise that he has to step up. And you think that's very easy, didn't that's you? That's Tom Holland. That is Tom Holland. That's easy. Yes. Yeah. What did you watch then? I watched The Impossible oh. from 2000 and something. Yes, I think it was his second film or something. He's very young, He isn't is it? very young. Very young. It was young. 2012. 2012. I believe, because I looked up how old he was in the film because he's the same age as moi. Is he the same age as you? I think, pretty Good sure. Lord, he's ageing very well, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, but, you know... He, 1996, first, I'm older than Tom Holland. You, you look a lot older than I Tom do Holland, look a lot older yes. than Tom Holland. Anyway, to I don't film. think that was his first film, though. Okay. His first film was, second. That's what I said. First film was Ar- Ariti, well, if you, in an un- English dub, so okay. it was his first film. Rewind. <laughs> I said it's his second film. Yeah, it was actually his first, though. You change it to give, just change it so that I'm wrong, why don't you? <laughs> anyway, much, yeah. The Impossible. Um, which, hang on a minute. 
let me give you the little little plot lines about it. Uh, the Impossible is a Spanish film, which I did not realise until I watched well, it. Well, it's a Spanish director. Yes. I think it's the same director as Jurassic World 2. Jurassic... Oh, okay. I think. Uh, it's a 2012 English-language Spanish disaster drama film directed by J.A. Bayona. Who directed A Monster Calls and The Orphanage and, yes, Jurassic World 2. I... And he is directing the first two episodes of the new Lord of the Rings Amazon series. Get him. Uh, and it's based on the experiences of Maria Bellon and her family in the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. Uh, the cast includes Naomi Watts, Ewan McGregor and Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And one of the other kids is, is uh, in another film as well because we looked at him and went, you look really familiar. Mm-hmm. It's a really good film. I really... <laughs> <laughs> I love a Toby review. It's fantastic. Yes. Um, It is very... I haven't seen it since it came out, but I remember it being quite harrowing. Yeah, oh, I mean, there are scenes where I was a bit like... Mm. Uh, He uh, was Samuel Lewis Joslin, who's also in the film as one of the younger brothers, is in Paddington as Jonathan Brown. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, there's a bit of gore in it. There's a bit of skin... I don't think it's called gore when when it's injury in a true story. I think it's called... Uh, realistic realistic injury oh okay fair yes, enough there's no. a bit of skin flapping about yes um, there's some of the scenes are very like when they when uh, Naomi Watts is in the in the water and being mm. thrown around that is like you like and then gets stabbed by a branch as yes. well and it's just like again I don't think she was that that no that, well, how else would you describe punctured by she, she's impaled by a branch oh that would be bad I couldn't stabbed think by a branch makes you feel like the, the, the branch got up and with a knife and stabbed her I couldn't think your of use the, of the English language is how, how long have you known me poor, you should know poor, this by poor. now that sounds poor poor that sounds great um, I've thoroughly enjoyed it is it. very good I mean the opening scene with the actual tsunami is very oh, realistic have you it? Seen, well it is realistic it, that, some of that water is real oh no a lot of the water is real but yeah. it, they made it look Oh yeah, you know, flipping mm. brilliant. Mm. Yeah, really good. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Where, did, where did you manage to see it? Was it on, on a streaming service? It's on Netflix. On Netflix, excellent. <laughs> on Netflix. On Netflix. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, no, and it is very good. Tom Holland won a load of awards from it and mm. well deserved as well. It's a shame he didn't win an award for best screaming because I feel like after he filmed it, he would have had no. He voice. did a lot of screaming and a lot of good crying. Yes. as well and towards the end, lots of good crying. Very good. Yes. Um, well done, you watching I, the film. I would thank you. I would give it a nine. Oh heavens! What could I have done to give it a ten? Um, what was missing? If it felt very, I mean, it was only, I don't know how long the film is, but it did feel very quick. So yes. 113 minutes. 113? Yeah. That's nearly two hours. That's nearly two hours. Yeah. It just felt like it went very, I think that's, well, that's because, a good, that's a sign of a good film then. Yeah. I just feel like I wanted a bit more from it. Oh, okay. But I feel like that's, I, it might be a trick though, because obviously everything happened on Boxing Day. Yes. But so the getting there Christmas Eve, Christmas Day mm. is all sort of. Yes. Very quick paced. Yes. Um, so maybe that's why. Possibly. Possibly. But it is very good. Sorry, so it's on Netflix. It. Yeah. Rush and watch it now. It's probably on Amazon as well. Probably rent it. Um, yeah. Shall I tell you what's on Netflix that's not very good? Tell me. The new series of Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, I saw the Miley Cyrus one. Three episodes. And that's the best one. That is the best oh, yeah, really? the other two aren't as good as that. So yeah, then. don't bother watching Black Mirror. What did you watch on Netflix? You! You there, sir! Me? What did you watch on Netflix the other day and you said you must watch it? Uh, was it uh, When They See Us? Possibly. About the. Let me have a look on your Facebook. Was it the, the about the uh, five black teenagers accused of um, raping a woman in Central Park? No, you've told me about that before. Oh, oh, the Great Hack. Yes. Yes. What's that about? Because the I feel like hack, that uh, is, is because it, the tagline is they took your data, they 
they took control, which I feel like is a play on a game. So interesting for your uh, tell This me. is about how uh, Cambridge Analytica used Facebook data to win the American election and force Brexit. Oh. Uh, and men. it follows one guy. It's a, it's a documentary. Um, follows one guy who tried to sue Cambridge Analytica okay. for his data back. Nice. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's two hours long and it is fascinating and terrifying. Fair enough. When you realise what they're yeah. doing with well, your data. Yeah, exactly. Because, and, and you know what it is when you're on Facebook and they have those little quizzes. Yeah. Which say, you have to answer six questions to find out which cat you are in a, you know, oh. previous life. Yeah. That is collecting all your data. And it's not just collecting the data answers to the questions that you give. It's collecting, because you have to press a button saying, yes, they can access my account. They're collecting everything. everything yeah. And they're using it to target people with specific advertising and that's how there's some undercover footage that Channel 4 did which shows how they basically forced Brexit by targeting a certain amount of the UK population with fake news hashtag fake news it's terrifying oh well there we go really, really worth watching yes I that's might. called The Great Hack I'll watch it in three years yes um um I still haven't finished all of it's not it's Amazon just because you know we like to like to mention both mm. uh, of good uh, omens. Good omens. I haven't had time yet. Good omens. Good omens. But I watched the first two episodes. Maybe the third one. Really enjoyed it. Okay. Well, we, I may be watching that. And also, the boys is now out on um, Amazon. That's another superhero thing, but a kind of dark side of okay. superheroes. Um, Apparently, very good. Listener section time yeah. of the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, we've had another message from uh, Connor. Fabulous. Uh, who? I don't want it unless it's praise. Um. All right then. Uh, no, it's it's praise. Don't worry. Good. Uh, it is uh, okay. Okay, here we go. I had to find it. Also, please tell Duncan mm. hello. Hi to Jason Isaacs from me. Very good. Yes, that will make sense to him. Hello to Jason Isaacs, or hello to Jeremy Irons, there but not anymore. Just Jason Isaacs. Okay. Does it mean anything to you? <laughs> okay. We haven't got one of those. You see, that's what we need. We need a hello to Jason Isaacs. Okay. What is? What, he- not telling you. You oh. either know or you don't, we- and you don't. I tell you what, we do have that no other podcast has. What? Do you want to know what it is? What? It is. It's this. No one else has one of these. It's fantastic. No one else has one of those. Do you think people are clamouring for it? <laughs> Probably not. No. Probably not. No. No. Uh, that's it then. All right then. Well, should we? Um, should we go? Yeah. Got anything else to say? No, that's it. All right, Bye. Then. Bye. Bye, Toby. No, it's no. Bye. Bye. Don't cut me, please. No, it's please late. leave me Too in. Late, Toby. Please, please. He's gone. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.